Hey, happy Tuesday, Tim. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. Oh, I like fantastic. Last day of the year, 2019. 2019. Hope everyone's having a great Tuesday so far. Thank you, as always, for joining us on this not your typical Tuesday. I was trying to think of a good consonants. Tim Tim likes the the consonants, so you have to think of a good T with Tuesday by the end of yeah. this. Anyways, so today uh, we get into uh, an array of topics. We're kind of all over the board here, but we do start with our weekend recap and our Christmas recap. So Tim and I kind of go through our traditions, what we did with our families over break, things like that. And then kind of chop it up over about the weekend, some fun conversation. Then we get right into our current events. So I bring up an unfortunate event. We did have another shooting, another church shooting in Texas. It's like they're picking the wrong state to do this stuff, though. Yeah, it's probably it's probably the heat is probably getting in their heads. It's very <laughs> it's very warm down there. <laughs> but yeah, we're trying we're trying to figure out why. I mean, yeah, a lot right. more people carry but, down there. Um, yeah. You know, th- thankfully, there were good people with guns to stop a bad person with a gun. Um, we get into a little bit. He killed two people before he was put down. But we do talk about that, guns and scenarios, and just kind of the shootings in general and what our thoughts thoughts are. Um, don't have an answer. I don't know the solution, but uh, we get into it. Then I talk about a quick 15-minute bodyweight workout. So if you say you don't have time to work out, you're too strapped for time. You need under 20 minutes. Whole day has 24 hours. Under 20 minutes is all we're asking. Uh, we give a good list of options of movements and exercises from an article that I found. And it just takes 15 minutes. You can get the heart rate up, get a good sweat going, get some good work done still. And then for our RLEs, Tim and I go through some 2019 reflections. Uh, some, whether it be characteristical or attitude changes, mindset shifts. Tim had a career change too. So we go through a little bit of everything here. And then I uh, finish with book talk. And I talk about the book that I read this year that made number one on my list of the year. The one that elicited the most personal change and growth. And it was given to me by a very dear friend and business partner. I appreciate that credit. As well. Hey, credit where credit's due, baby. What you got today for the listeners? Yeah, so there's a lot of... There's a lot of bad news that gets portrayed on TV. You hear a lot of bad stuff. So I wanted to end the year on some heartwarming acts of kindness. So I talk about three really cool stories involving a coffee shop that got robbed, what people did um, to help them out. Um, I talk about an ex-soldier helping people from a car crash. And I talk about a terminally ill person who had some amazing coworkers do an amazing deed for him that you you really got to hear about it's really touching really awesome so we talk about those three things and 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 really give our thoughts on that and then like slager said we get into our 2019 reflections i talk about what i have learned the most from my career changes this year and a very important lesson that everybody can take especially like coming out of college especially when you're young in your career or honestly anywhere in your career something to step back and think about Um, about the process. So I'll talk about that. And then in the show, um, talking about the key to self-sufficiency taught by us from Amelia Boone, who's an American obstacle course racer. Um, Really cool insight there about something that you can use as you're trying to be successful in this life. So without further ado, episode 106, the final episode of 2019. Until next year, we'll talk to you later. 
So we're in between the uh, Christmas and New Year's time. Yes. How was your Christmas? It was great, man. Yeah? Whole family got together. Watched a lot of NBA on Christmas Day. Any good games? Uh, they were all. Most of them were blowouts. The biggest one was the Warriors, who sucked this year. They they blew out the the Rockets. That was the one game on Christmas Day that wasn't supposed to be a good game, because everyone thought Houston was going to blow them out. But mm. the opposite happened. Why did the Warriors suck? Because they lost four of their All Stars this year. Oh. Durant's out. Curry's out. They all injured. Yeah. Jeez. Durant left. Curry's injured for the year. Clay's injured for the year, and Draymond's kind of been. In and out, but yeah, I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> Where's I mean, like one I don't of the like worst, people getting hurt, but they're like one of the worst teams in the NBA. Yeah, no. Well, after being the best last year, now you know who it's the team of, is. Yeah, exactly. So, team, what team? Where'd Durant go? Brooklyn. He's Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's with Kyrie. Yeah. Hmm. How are they? They're both. Uh, Durant's out for the entire year. He tore oh, his Achilles. God. Jeez, again. Well, he tore it in the playoffs. It, that's like a, it's like a twelve month recovery. So yeah, he's gonna miss but the whole he year. He tore that in June. That's June. I thought that was before that. No, it was in the finals in June. Mm. Crazy man. Got a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him that next time you see him. Yeah, right. How was your Christmas, bro? Too fast. Too fast. Uh, you went to the lake, right? No, man. Or the your parents' house. Lake's frozen. Right. I just assume <laughs> lake in your house the same place, but it's not. I keep. I wish. No. Uh. Yeah. I went to my parents. Um. Brother was in town, so he came from Cincinnati. Then we rode up together, and it was just super quiet. Like that's how we do Thanksgiving, and Christmas. It's just the four of us and the dog. But his girlfriend did also come up the back half of the Christmas break and met the parents for the first time. Which went well. Good. Yeah, they were sold easily. She likes red meat and brought them nice booze. <laughs> that's all. You, that's all you need. That's what right? my dad said. He goes, "Well, Tori, eat meat, and you brought me nice booze. You're in." <laughs> but she's cool though. Nonetheless, she's cool. No, she's super nice. Um, I like her, so we get along. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, first time meeting the parents is always like, <gasps> yeah, you gotta be like. <sighs> You never know. You gotta kind of approach it like an interview, but it's like a, like a week, a weekend long interview, like a day long interview. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone's watching your every move. Mm -hmm. So no, she fit in just fine. I wasn't worried about it. Not my girl. (laughs) (laughs) What's your brother? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. I I don't think so. Um, Like I said, she's already like super nice and cool, so I I didn't see a problem. Uh, at all, like I didn't foresee an issue, mm-hmm. and I mean the the crown royal just kind of puts a, a nice thing on the cake for my pops. So I don't know what she brought my mom, but something nice. Crown royal is good. Good. Choice. Yeah, dude, good stuff. I hate when I see people mixing coke with it. Like fuck you, <laughs> you don't put coke with crown royal, you pussy. Come on now. Like it, maybe a splash of water. I can see that. You don't put coke with. And I know that's like, there's a lot of country songs with Coke and Crown, and you know, you see that. Just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Put it on ice. It's a man's drink. Yeah. Drink like a man. <laughs> you know, like I said, splash of water, I can see that. Yeah. Keep but it even, neat. Even then, just put a little extra ice in it if you need to water it down. Yeah. 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 It's the perfect, like, fireplace drink. 
like it is a good one just like chill by the which, fire which we did have going read your book or writing or something or just relax and talk yeah to until people. you can't read anymore yeah a, <laughs> dude that's how i measure it like i'm like oh man i'm reading this this sentence twice i, I think did, it's time to stop <laughs> i did have uh i was drinking brandy here's, oh. here's not that like i go to like a bar or something and i'll have a glass of brandy please no i'm feeling randy i want <laughs> brandy please do i make you randy baby <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh Nice synchronization. <laughs> we should practice our diving, see how close we are there. Um, no, because I had the flu going into Christmas, which sucked ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I missed a day of work as well. First sick day in a year and a half. We talked about this last show. But I I go, Mom, because she used to practice pharmacy. I go, not because I'm trying to get boozed up, but what alcoholic beverage would you recommend for me to feel better? And... Uh, we had some good family friends of ours, you know, like you call aunt and uncle, even though they're not by blood, but they're that close for so long. And my uncle Dan, he was just pushing me to try to, yeah, Kyle, I think you just need some of that, you know, loosen you up and make you feel better. Like mm-hmm. I, I just think he wanted me to drink with him, right? Yeah. So I have some brandy, and it's not that I, en- I don't enjoy it. Like it, it's got a pretty mean bite, and. It just, it's not something that I'm going to want to drink. But I was like, all right, might help, which it, it did help. So I just sipped it slowly throughout the night, had a couple of those, and then I would make tea throughout the weekend and put like a shot or two of brandy in the tea, mm-hmm. which really helped. So, you know, there's a few times when the yeah, booze can what help. What kind of tea? Let's Do you see. remember? It was like it was one from Arbon, okay. And then we I mixed two bags, and then there was a turmeric tea, okay. So I had two bags rolling, and then a shot of brandy, shot of honey, and tell you what, man, doing that helps. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it was sixty percent brandy. Not like I was pouring like in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the brandy seemed to help some. So I did that a couple days and, you know, just rested, did some things. But uh, we did see the new Star Wars as a family. So we like to do like a year or not a year, like a day in Chicago uh, because we're so close. I mean, we throw a stone at it. But we did Star Wars and IMAX, which I liked it. Mm -hmm. I liked the new Star Wars. And and my dad, he, he... he liked it, but he was like, could have been more creative, which I I don't disagree with. And I had some diehard Star Wars fans, friends of mine, say, well, yeah, left a little bit to be desired. You know, it, it wasn't that great. And then one guy was like, it's based on your expectation, which that is what I would agree the most with. Mm-hmm. It depends what you're expecting. It's not George Lucas. And... The storyline, they just had to wrap up the Skywalker story, which I went into it. Okay, wrap it up, put a bow on it, call it a day. So the storyline was pretty much more or less the same as the entire thing. Mm -hmm. And sure, you could have been creative, but look, they wrapped it up. They finished that part of the storyline, and I liked it. I was entertained. I thought it ended pretty well how it should have, and... People who needed to die, died. Uh, So I I liked it. I liked the new Star Wars. There, I said it. (laughs) 
But I know someone who did visual effects on episode one, and he's not about it. Like, he is not about you the You know Star someone Wars. that worked on the... Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Someone from home? And, uh... Can't tell you that. Okay. Uh, and so, I'll tell you why after. But, uh, he was not a fan. Mm. And, and does not like the new ones. Uh, was going to see the new one, too. Going into it was not about it. And I was like, well, why? He goes, well, it's just... The original storyline and... You know, they lacked the extra creativity, so he was on board with that. But he also worked, like, with George Lucas. Yeah. So it's like, he worked he sp- with... Special, special perspective. Yeah, yeah, with the legend yeah, yeah. who would come in and, like, I touch it up a little bit here, do this with that, uh, kind of change this around. This is kind of the effect I, I want. And, I mean, tis, I understand his point of view, too. Like, if I worked hand-in-hand with George Lucas, I'd probably be a little biased. Mm-hmm. Like... All right, now we're just too much fluff. Yeah, you know, and his point was with the old movies, there was like a reason for doing everything. Mm-hmm. So, like when the Millennium Falcon, when they were in the asteroid field and went like they ended up going in the throat of that monster, that was like to hide out. Like they had nowhere else to go. They didn't know that, but it ended up being like kind of cool and creative twist of like, oh, it wasn't really a cave. And one of the ground felt super soft. But so that's what he liked was there was a reason for doing every single little thing. And to that, I'm like, that's a lot more thought for sure. So Mm -hmm. I get it. But no, I liked the new Star Wars. Um, Like I said, I think they wrapped it up nicely. I know people like the Mandalorian. My brother does. I probably won't get into it just because that's too much time. (laughs) Like I'm just not going to watch a a whole new show. Yeah, that and... You know, it it just, I don't take the time to just sit and do nothing while I watch something. Like, I'll throw on something to watch while I cook. So I kind of got to half-ass how much I pay attention. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, it's just, I I, I have a hard time, like, if I sit down to watch a movie, I know, like, with friends or or whoever, you know, I know that is the goal, to watch the movie. Mm -hmm. Other than that, like... I can't sit down for two, three hours and do nothing. Yeah. That's why I like sports. Cause like you can all, like it's not something you need to follow from the beginning to the yeah. end. Like you could do something else while watching it. Yeah. And if, if shit gets good, then you can stop, pay attention to like those few last minutes and then go back to what you were doing. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's good. But yeah, like I said, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. And um, it's fam- like family time. Like, yeah, Christmas, for sure. Christmas, you got to spend time with them. Yeah, had a nice meal downtown. We went to Italian afterwards, had some wine. Mm. Like So, yeah, had a couple nights of good Italiano, and I was like, Mwah. <laughs> Mwah. I love it. Very well done, yeah. Man, they do some gluten-free pastas. It just, you cannot tell a difference. Really? Oh, dude. Where, what was the name of the place you went to? Do you remember? In Chicago, it was Cafe Bionda. Okay. Also had a cute waitress, so shout out to her. Hey, nice. She took real good care of us. She tired of listening to the podcast, so she'll hear that? No, I should have oh. slipped her a business card. Okay, <laughs> like, hey, baby, this one's for you. <laughs> Give a little wink, right? Uh, and then the night after, when my brother's girlfriend was in, we went to a place called Little Italy, but that was local by the house. That wasn't Chicago. And both good experiences. Had a great martini at the second place, Little Italy. Then we switched to one. But got to try the martini. My dad ordered one, and I was like, oh, dude, that sounds kind of good. Yeah. Well, I remember you made it when I was visiting your 
place that one time. You, I mean, you made them yourself in the basement. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, they'll yeah, light you, you up if you're not careful on the martinis. Yeah, yeah you, you make a good one. Yeah, two of those and you're either in for the long haul or you're switching to something else because <laughs> that's a lot. Well, it's, it's straight booze. Yeah. Like there is no like chaser. There's no other mixer. It's, Olive is the chaser. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Ac- actually. Yeah. I mean, it's vodka and vermouth. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <clears throat> I like them, but I mean, they're, yeah, they'll get you. Oh, yeah. So... You guys do any like fun traditions, family things, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, we have like a meal and we just we spend time at home. I mean, they went, they actually went and saw that movie too. Mm. Some of my family did, but I wasn't able to go. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's just a matter of just opening presents and having having that meal together and help everyone helping prepare the meal and yeah, yeah. Is the meal always the same every year? What do you guys do? Uh, I usually like the ham. I mean, it's pretty much similar to what we do for Thanksgiving, like the okay. ham, the green beans, the the green bean casserole, the Got potatoes, it. yeah. Got it. Okay. The, the main stuff. Okay. Got but it. Yeah, it's different. It's it's a lot of a lot of things are different now because we have the next generation coming up, like my niece and nephew. Mm-hmm. Like you got a a big focus is them too, like mm. because it's it's the first go around for them too, like with presents and stuff. So yeah, that's like, a good point. Yeah, so got got to make it good for them, and yeah, it was a good time. And then I always go up to Fort Wayne a couple days after Christmas for my dad's side. Cool. Christmas, um, we rent out like a. Like the the hall at one of the uh, the theological seminaries up there. My oh, yeah. my uncle, he's the president of one, so we we rented out up there in Fort Wayne. Oh, cool! The whole side of the family had ping pong, billiards. I was playing my grandpa in pool the yeah. other day, and he was telling me how they used to have like a like a um, like during World War Two they had like a uh, I can't think of it they had like a camp for for soldiers there in mm. fort in fort wayne in the mid 1940s and they also held german prisoners there too and he said that he would go there and sell newspapers to the soldiers and that's where he learned how to play pool Whoa. with with the soldiers there so is he pretty good yeah he's pretty yeah he beat me but only because i made the eight ball i was beating him oh like, here yeah. it comes <laughs> here it comes bring it on <laughs> Let's find out why Tim actually lost. That's the only reason why I, I had him. I was two balls up on him. Mm. Right where he wanted you, it sounds like. Yeah. And look what happened. Yep. Well, I just got too cute with it, you know. <laughs> got too cute. Hey, I, I appreciate a man who can admit getting too fancy. Yeah, like I just didn't hit a I good shot. Same. I, I didn't do the same. I do the same. You know, sometimes you try to pop it over. Yeah, it was easy too because it was where the, the uh, eight ball was hanging over the pocket. And mm-hmm. if I would have put backspin on the cue ball, it wouldn't have gone in. But it hit the the black oh, ball and went in after man. it. Man, tell you, got to hit that bottom of the cue ball. I know, Just brings it right back. Stop yeah. dead in your tracks. Yeah. So, but hey, lesson learned. Yeah, won't make that mistake again. Yeah. Or you might. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably eventually uh, after yeah. a few drinks. Oh, don't forget. Yeah, yeah. I was. Someone asked me what we're gonna do for uh, New Year's, and I was like, I don't know. Like. I'm hanging with my buddy and his girl so far, referring to you, mm-hmm. and because uh, I was like, we don't have anything really planned yet. He's walking distance from Broad Ripple. We'll probably get some other people together. If if we end the night shooting pool, I won't be mad about it. Hey, I, th- I think we should be ending the night doing that. Hey! Hey! hey. Uh, yeah, we'll have to get a little plan going, though, too, see what else we want to get into. Yeah, for sure. Feeling dangerous. Yeah. Post podcast talk. Yeah. Post. Yeah. People can't know our secrets. Yeah. 
Don't want people finding us. Actually, we'll likely be in Broad Ripple. Come find and us. And we can't invite all of you either. So. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, select few. <laughs> Got to make the list. Make the list. All right. But you all are great. No offense. Facts. Facts. He meant all the offense. What's going on in the world, Tim? Yeah, man. So I want to cover uh, three acts of kindness that I read. It was an article that I read where these three events happened. They actually all happened in the United Kingdom because it was mm-hmm. like a United Kingdom uh, po- online publisher. You must feel bad about something. They're up in their acts of kindness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we got to make, got to let people know. Got to make up are. for it. We're actually good people. No, yeah. Good. No, but I wanted to talk about, so the, this coffee shop in, uh, United Kingdom in the city of Buckley. I've never heard of it before. Nope. Um, but yeah, a coffee shop called Costa. Uh, workers at this coffee shop, what they do each year is they add up like all their tips mm-hmm. and they like put it towards like a party, like a, a holiday party for everyone. Like whether it's going out for like a fancy dinner or like throwing something there, they always take the the total from the tip jar for the year and collectively enjoy oh, it. for the year? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And like enjoy it together. Like, that's what they do. That's wild. Um, but. People in Buckley getting turned. Exactly. Oh. And they were about to they were about to do it again this year when someone stole the tip jar. Uh, someone stole all that money from them. That'd like, be so much money. Yeah, man. like weeks weeks before. Which, like, the other thing is, like, if you have that much money, like, why are you make it so accessible? Like, you should at least put some of it away. So, I don't uh, know if, like, all, I'm pretty also sure. Also that, yeah. And don't make it so easy to steal it yeah like, oh, you got like a little lock on there or yeah right you know don't leave it on the side of the customer yeah so like the assistant store manager heather so she went on facebook and she posted about what happened on facebook and like warning other businesses in the area like don't keep your tip jars available like yeah. we did like be careful people will steal them God, uh, just be cognizant of everything happened and they took a moment to like thank their customers anyway like hey we appreciate everything you've done just mm-hmm. update them that their money was stolen whatever but soon after the message was posted on Facebook, everyone within the community came through and started giving them money. Oh, that's cool. To give them money for the party. Like, they dipped into their pockets. They started leaving, like, abundant tips. I know one person left 75. Someone else left Ooh. 50. Um, a couple of handles or something. Yeah. Like, like no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got, we, we five star. Right? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like personalized notes and, like. They said the money will go towards going to see a show and a fancy meal for them. So they're oh, cool. they're still able to go and do that. I thought that was really cool about how like people who, I mean, like the loyalty that the customers have. Like that's yeah. that's not just like another coffee shop. That's a coffee shop that has like loyal people that if they're giving you that much money, they're they're customers for life. Oh, so yeah, that coffee shop's doing something right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was cool. That's sweet, dude. Fuck that person who stole that jar. Yeah, for real. Get hit by a bus. <laughs> nah, I don't wish that upon people. But they're just like, dude, seriously? Yeah. Are you going to steal a tip jar? I mean, to your point, put some of it away. Yeah. You know, I understand like having some money in the tip jar that entices people to leave tips. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, stick with like some singles, throw a few fives in there, really yeah. spice it up. Yeah. But like, you got to start stashing it. Mm-hmm. Was it like a big, like, Huge water jug, and they just left it. And the person starts rolling it out. Yeah, yeah the big, the big four galloner. Just rolling it, it right you, on it, out the door. Makes you, they didn't give those details, but it just makes you wonder. Like, I'm, I'm very intrigued now how this all went yeah, down. Maybe we should hit up, hit them up. Like, hey, hey, we'll tag them. We'll see if they reach out. <laughs> but no, that's just like, for an interview. Yeah, yeah, that's super. Just like, God, that sucks. Mm. And it's, 
it's like, oh, you know, they, you know, they look forward to this all year. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is like our thing. You know, someone new probably started within the last year, maybe a couple people that didn't know about the tradition. And then they're looking forward to it. Like, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, all all of us get together. And it's like a good team bonding. Yeah. And then some shyster just steals all the money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, listen, Scrooge. <laughs> like, go stub your toe, man. Yeah. Um, but, no, that's super cool that, you know, they did a Facebook post and people started to help out. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure it wasn't the the exact amount that was stolen, but... You know, they were able to still have a nice meal, go to a show together. Like Enjoy their still, time together. Yeah. Still bonding, doing stuff with each other. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you want to be in cool with, with your work people because mm-hmm. you're there a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, I'm sure a handful of those people are there full time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a bummer. But glad Costa ended up on top. Good things will happen to Costa because of this. Yeah. Karma. Believe, believe yeah, in good energy good from the comes universe. Back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what will happen to that, that other person, but they'll get theirs. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they realize what they did was wrong and they give that money back. They pay it forward yeah. after stealing it. I would hope for that. <laughs> Eventually. Too. I would hope for that too, Tim. Hopefully but. they come to their senses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Act of kindness number two. What you yeah. got next? So an ex-soldier... His name is uh, Paul Roberts. So this this happened in Wales. So former he, he worked in the Welsh Guard. Paul Roberts. He taught um, first aid for the last three years while he was there. But he was also like a soldier. Can't remember like where exactly he was. But what happened? So but he served. He served in the Welsh Guard, mm-hmm. and he was taking his two sons to summer school. And they were traveling on a road called A55, which is a major expressway in Britain. Just a a big highway that a lot of people go fast on. Um, And he found a car that was flipped on its roof on the side of the road. Um, So he ran over to it. Uh, He's 43 (coughs) years old. He ran over to the family with a first aid kit that he keeps in his car at all times. So tip number one, always come Mm -hmm. prepared and always have a first aid kit. Um, (coughs) And there were three children in the car with the two parents. Um, and one of the kids suffered serious injuries to the hand. Like he was like bleeding, like profusely out of his hand. Um, and the, the Paul Roberts, the, the guy who was a soldier, he had learned how, like he taught classes on this in the, in the, um, the armed forces and mm-hmm. he like knew it. So he, he dressed the bandage with, like he treated it yeah. like a medical professional would, but because he was a soldier, he knew how to do it yeah. until the people showed up. Um, and also he found out by using context clues that um, the family spoke Arabic because the the woman was wearing some uh, it was called like something on her head called a dupata which is a garment worn by married Islamic women okay. and he knew that because he had he had been a soldier and he had been around that yeah and he had learned to speak Arabic he has 19 years of experience speaking Arabic so he was able to like communicate with the family too. He was able to like comfort the parents, comfort the kids, which like things like that, like the chances of like that happening, like not only like them crashing, but the person who found them being able to speak Arabic. That's how you know like yeah. things are just destined to happen like that. Um, and the bottom line is like 15 minutes later, the people arrived and may have saved that kid's life if he like bled out of his hand. I don't know like how, like what would have happened, but the yeah. fact that he was able to like, take a situation like that where a, like a family was in like a dire situation to be able to communicate with them and Jeez. be with them until they got there. Like 
I just thought that was a cool story. Yeah, not bad enough that you're upside down, let alone someone who tries to help you doesn't understand anything you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. So, dude, that's wild. Just like the perfect storm mm-hmm. of things to go right after they had gone horribly wrong. So, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm assuming everyone made it out okay. Yeah. Yeah, they did. God, dude, so. that's awesome. Good Paul Roberts. Him. Yeah, Paul Roberts for the win. Welsh guard. Yeah. He needs he needs a medal yes, of some he does. sort. He better get one. He yeah, had right. just returned that earlier that year too. How old was he? He was forty three. Forty three. Yeah. Okay. So still a young cat. Yeah, so good for him. Dude, yeah. And like Well, I guess it's part of the military background, but he did it in front of his kids too. Yeah. Like his own kids watch their dad. Be a that's superhero. also like, yeah, that's my dad. Yeah, where's all your dads? You just yeah. <laughs> sitting around watching, aren't they? Motivation, uh-huh. like yeah, this is my dad. Like those, who y'all got? Those kids got a story they can tell the next generation of that family. Imagine telling your your son that, like, hey, this is what your grandfather did one yeah. day. Yeah, like it's cool. What a baller! I love it. Good job, Paul. Good job, Paul. Okay, the last one. All Bill, right, Bill Turner. Uh, Bootstrap Bill Turner. Bill Turner, he works uh, for a... He's a field service engineer for a company called B2 Business Systems. This is also in England. Um, He was a a huge gardener, and he was was developing a garden in his front yard. And he was in the middle of renovating his front garden when he got diagnosed with with cancer last Christmas. So this was, this was last Christmas. So he had to put all those plans uh, to pause. He's a 41-year-old father of two, and he had to quit his job as a field service engineer uh, because as he un- undergoes treatment after being diagnosed with cancer, he can't drive Got while it. doing this. So he, he had to lose his job, um, and he couldn't do his garden. So like kind of double jeopardy, like yeah. very easy to get depressed about something like that. Like yeah. not only do you use your source of income to provide for your family, but something that's a your pocket a piece, your passion is also taken away from you. For sure. Uh, so there was, so the managing director at the company that he used to work at, his name is Peter Ryan. He decided to organize a team building day for the people in Bill Turner's department that he used to work in mm-hmm. and got the whole department to take a day off work. They had people back at, they had another group of people back at work to cover for the people. They spent a whole day from 9 a.m. until 10:30 p.m. transforming his garden in front of his house. That's like, awesome. They include they raised a flower bed in there, put a gravel path, like made it like look really awesome That's for cool. him and put it in his front yard and totally transformed the way his house looks too just by looking at it from the front. Um, and like I said they were there from not, over 12 hours they were there and they came back a second day to finish everything. And I just thought this was cool cuz like it goes back to the fact that like if you have people around you, like who you work with that would do that for you, like that's like a job that like is worth having. And that's, that's what keeps a lot of people going back to work. It's just the people mm-hmm. around them who would, who would lay their, I mean, who would sacrifice that much time to do something like that for you. So yeah, I thought that was a really cool story and how, how much happiness that's going to bring for him. Yeah. What, like while a difficult time that he's going through. So man, that's that was awesome. Day. That's it, cool. Though. That is a long day. Yeah. Like, how, like still probably better than work. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. But, uh, and hopefully he's beaten that cancer since then, but... I haven't found out that information, if he yeah. has or not. But. but that's pretty sweet, dude, that 
you know, they hooked him up on his garden mm-hmm. and realized that, you know, it was an outside thing that forced him out of work, forced him out of his, his one thing that he enjoyed and said, hey, we're just going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll we'll burn through the day and the next day and, and take care of that. Yeah. Good people, man. Gotta love it, man. It's good people in the world, and, and it's, you know, it's easy to get blinded by all the just garbage and noise, because all we see is nothing but just stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's still good things happening by good people. Yeah, like we we can't lose sight of that. Yeah, and so I'm glad you brought these three <clears throat> things up because you know next time you see someone on the side of the road or you leave that tip. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just you never know how it might impact somebody, uh, and or or just the smallest of things. Mm-hmm. Hold the door for someone, you know, with with a stroller. I I don't know, mm-hmm. but just do small nice things. Yeah, shows how I- anybody can make an impact. Yeah, like whether you're an ex soldier or you're someone that visits a coffee shop or you're some like someone that just works at a company with someone. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's the ripple effect too. Yeah, like. From all these in- instances that go on here, someone is going to do another good thing for someone else because they either were involved in this situation or they read the article and like want want to go do something. So just it's right. amazing what one small dude can do for yeah for the greater impact. I agree. Spread positivity, ripple effect. Positivity. So not to transition into something I know, bad. But like, I know. What do you have? <laughs> well, think what? about doing something nice for others. Saving <laughs> other lives is, yeah. is, a, is a good thing. Yeah, but that's a good way of it, It's out. unfortunate how this one had to go down. So I'm sure many of you heard or saw. If not, there was another church shooting in Texas, in Fort Worth. It's like all these church shootings are happening in Texas. And it's like of all states, you pick Texas. Yeah. To open fire in public? Everyone and their mother carries guns. There's like infants, I'm sure, that are strapped up. Yeah. So the, this guy, there was, uh, they were live streaming it uh, in this church. And so that's how a lot of the video footage people are seeing that is from the live stream that the church has, had offered, but it also captured the incident. So on on the far end of the church, you see this guy get up out of his pew, and uh, it's a little pixelated. It's not like high death, you know. But I guess this guy used a shotgun and killed two people before he was put down. So he pulls his weapon, shoots two innocent men, and then by that time, someone else, I guess he was actually a former FBI agent, not the shooter, the guy who put the shooter down, uh, you see him, he's probably good 15 yards away, so pretty good distance, and put him down real quick. Mm. And so the shooting lasted all of six seconds. So then if you think of something like Vegas, it lasted, what, minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this lasted six seconds and it was over, which it shouldn't happen at all, but you know the reality is, and you know whether you're pro or against guns, the reality here is a good person with a gun stopped a bad person with a gun. Mm-hmm. No one else and nothing else was going to stop that bad person with a gun unless it was another good pers- person with a gun. Exactly. Because majority of people 
are not going to rush someone head on while they have a gun and you don't. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it, it's not smart. And it's just, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So that's where, like, unless you have a mass amount of people ready to rush somebody, like, it, you know, that person still, still has a gun. Yeah. So. Like, how can you feel protected when people aren't allowed, like, the good people aren't allowed to have guns? Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, if, if we're going to, like, I'll play both sides. Look, there's, look at Chicago. Some of the tightest gun laws they have in how many homicides a year? From from gunshots, I mean let's let's just let's add it up. Let, let's play that side of the coin, and it's unfortunate, you know. You you would hope that the laws would work, but they don't. And and if if you think disarming more and more people is the answer, it's not because this is prime example. Bad mm-hmm. people will still have guns, mm-hmm. no matter what. Look, cocaine's illegal, meth's illegal, heroin's illegal, in a lot of states still weed's illegal. People still get all those things. Guns are no different. People will get them even if you're not supposed to have them. And it's like, what? Like, you're going to negotiate with a, a fire burning a building down? Hey, you, you shouldn't be so hot. You know, you should really calm down now. Now, that's enough. That's enough. No. You're going to put it out with water. So I, I just, you know, this is a prime example of, of where having the Second Amendment saved more lives than it hurt. Mm-hmm. There are 240 people in that church. And that guy, unfortunately, got two of them. Yeah, But that's all he got. He got two people, and he was dead. And, um, you know, so... And, and you see in the video, by the end of it, there were three, four people standing, like, drawn on this person. Like, he was already down, but more people just drew. Like, look, mm-hmm. I carry in church. Like 1,000%. Because if it happens in Texas, where more people carry guns than, than here, arguably, it can happen anywhere safe. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, safe. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe in the word safe anymore. No, man. <laughs> and no and so, like, I'm, I'm not going to go into a place where there's mass amounts of people uh, celebrating a religion where that could be a high-value target. Yeah. And so it's unfortunate that you think that way. Anywhere can be a high value target nowadays. But you yeah, just never the, know. There's plenty of people that carry all the time, and you have no idea, and that's the point. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we'll scratch me saying I carry in church, but I carry in in high traffic areas uh, when I feel it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to go into a mall, I would carry my gun. Movie theaters, bet your sweet ass I'm carrying one hundred percent. Now, I couldn't when we were in Chicago. There's different gun laws there. They're not as friendly. That works well. Um, That's why you don't live there. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's exactly it. But, yeah, if if I ever go to a movie theater, you know, usually I'm with friends who like to get a little intoxicated. That's fine. I will gladly always say, hey, I will drive because I'm going to carry my gun. Like, I'm going to be sober because of that. Like, look, that movie theater shooting in, in Denver happened like i still keep real life things in the back of my mind it's not like that can never happen again because it happened once no that sets that sets the stage for someone else trying to do the same thing and and look how many church shootings we've had this year in texas i don't know the exact number at least five like it's crazy and so yeah i i mean i think people know by now i'm pro the second amendment 
-hmm. Very much so. But look at this. Your hopes and dreams are not going to stop that guy with a shotgun. Yeah. Another bullet will. Six seconds, man. Good for the people that stepped in. Yeah, right. And, and you know, I... And it wouldn't I, have got much past that, like I, re- I really hope if, if something like that happens, I hope I'm in a good, well-positioned spot to act. Uh, I like to think that my my shooting is, is pretty decent for a, a civilian. But, I mean, look, that this is the real world. Mm-hmm. And this is unfortunate, but this is the real world. Yeah. And so... Yeah, what happened to these people? They were stopped by a good person with a gun. Mm-hmm. So people might get mad hearing this. That's fine. But th- these are the facts. These are the facts. It's not like someone talked him down. He already made the decision. Whatever happened in his head, he'd already made up his mind. He was going to do this. So, also, man, how'd you get a shotgun in church undetected? Yeah. Like, unless it was like a sawn off. It looked like, from the video, it looked like he had a pretty, like, longer coat. I think he had his hood up, too. But, I mean, just even signs like that. Someone just looks out of place. Someone that looks a little off. Your gut's never wrong. Right. So, and where I go to church, there are cops outside. But, again, it's like, you're outside, cuz. Yeah. Like, if shit starts popping off inside, you're not... You don't see everything inside. You got to be careful on, on your own terms because you don't want to get shot. But that's where, like, I hope there are other people who carry in church because mm-hmm. I it is necessary, unfortunately. Yeah. But where yeah. did you see the video at? Uh, yeah, just all over the internet. It's yeah, you can uh, from news channels to people reposting it. Um, yeah, I, I can I can send it to you. I I know some people that reposted it too. Um, it was just a live feed of like the church service, and they just happened to catch it on there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't someone that, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. It it was uh, from the church service, like their system. Yeah, t- had a live stream, uh, and like my church has a live stream yeah. too. Yeah, but yeah. that's how they caught the video. Yeah, I mean the dude that put him down, he was he was a good distance away, so good shot. Yeah, and everyone was smart. They got down real quick, but yeah, good thing. People in Texas, they, a lot of them carry guns. Yeah, yeah, for for real. But yeah, so unfortunate event over the weekend. Um, but again, I, I think disarming people is not the answer mm-hmm. to our problem. I don't know the answer to our our shooting problem. I don't have one. I don't have a solution. But I know disarming citizens is not the answer. Yeah, that's a fact, Jack. Yeah. Well, I appreciate bringing this up. And yeah, it stinks. You know, I don't like to. And but it's a lesson. I mean, everything a lesson always comes from it. So yeah. So, and then my my other thing, a little lighter, uh, fifteen minute body weight workout. So if you're strapped for time, under twenty minutes is all you need. We've talked about some some kettlebell workouts, very quick, short and sweet kettlebell workouts. This one, all body weight. So and we got we got some wildlife themed. With some of these, yeah, exercises. a little bit. So I'm excited to a hear these. Bit. We're getting deep in the ocean. Yeah, then, so. then we're getting, you know, a little more farm raised with it. Yep. So start with just some tricep push-ups where you just kind of bring the elbows more in. You're really emphasizing working through the triceps. You can just do basic push-ups too. I think regular straight-up push-ups are very good fundamental. Um, it's a very good movement. Uh, I I do push-ups in the morning just because. You know, the slide edge. Easy to mm. do, easy to not do. Plus, it helps wake me up. But uh, then they added side planks. So doing a plank 
on holding yourself up yep. uh, by your forearm. Up down planks. So if you go uh, onto your hands plank position, then down to forearms, then you work your way back up to your hands, mm-hmm. down to the forearms. That's what that is. Kind of like yoga. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. Uh, tricep dips. So if, if you're sitting with your, your knees up, your feet are flat, and you put your hands kind of on, on the side of your hips, and then you just kind of press yourself up, and you can do small dips, body weight dips that way. Okay. Uh, dolphin dives, I wasn't as familiar, but imagine if like your, your butt's way up in the air, and then you kind of swoop under, kind of like another yoga move. Mm-hmm. You know, you swoop into like a cobra or upward facing dog or something okay. like that. But not quite so far. They get the ass up, swoop down, and kind of back, almost like a pendulum style. Uh, crab walks, this was a little different. Uh, I'd have to double check what this one. Is this where you're like walking with your feet forward and your hands behind you? Yes, that's yeah. exactly what that is. Yeah, yes, yes. One. So, yeah, you're kind of set up the same way as the tricep Triceps, dips. Yeah. But you walk your feet forward. You're completely, so your, your butt is not on the ground. But your hands, your fingers kind of face away from you, and you're walking. Uh, donkey kicks. This, I was like... It's <laughs> called ass kicks. Come on, huh? Well, <laughs> we're, we're kicking so, ass today. <laughs> literally. So, this one, it's... You, you start on, like, your hands, almost like you're going to do a handstand... But then you just kick your feet straight up in the air. So like handstand, but you're not holding it. You just kick your feet up. Okay. So abs? Just work abs? See, I was oh, just no. I was just a little unsure on if I would throw this in my own body weight routine. Um I mean, you could argue that yeah, it, it works your core. Could argue that it's gonna work your shoulders a little bit because you have to hold yourself up like during the movement. Yeah. Um, because I don't know anyone like I'm sure there are people who can hold themselves up like full handstand while doing kicks until they're done and then get out of the handstand. I cannot do that. So this to me, I was like, I feel like this would just kind of piss me off. This movement, <laughs> like go from say you're on hands and knees, kind of like a bear position. You hoist yourself up on your hands, you hold yourself up real quick, kick your feet up towards the ceiling, and you back down. Like so, I feel it would just like annoy me more than anything. But to each their own. Oh. If you'd like to throw in donkey kicks, ass kicks, as Tim likes to say, because mm-hmm. he's got a foul mouth. <laughs> uh, and then they went back to side planks, and then a plank side walk. So you're kind of, again, uh, you're well, not. So you're not on a side plank. You're in regular plank position, and I don't know if you prefer on your forearms or on your hands. However. But you're uh, walking yourself to the side. So say you're in plank position mm-hmm. on your forearms. You're up on your toes. You are kind of shuffling your forearms to the side so you move. So you okay. don't get out of the plank. You stay in that. Okay. So they had this. That's what? Three, four, five, six, seven. Nine exercises, 15 minutes. You could do a circuit. Uh, do one after the other. You could change up order. So you could really do a lot of different things. This was just a list of ideas that this article, this particular article had where I was like, okay, you know, 15 minutes, you can get a good sweat on, you can work some things, especially the core. This is very core heavy. um, And it emphasized how it could really burn your arms too. 
But look, you can, you know, dips to planks. Planks work a lot of different areas of the body. Push-ups work a lot of different areas of the body. So you can get a lot of different mm-hmm. body weight work done if you're really strapped for time. Yeah. So if you say you don't have the time, I have a hard time believing you. Under 20 minutes. Yeah. And yep. there's there's also, like, something satisfying about, like, and gratifying being able to maintain your own body weight and exert energy with against your body weight. Like, yeah. a sense of, like, like personal accomplishment, like, how you can manage, like, you can manage your emotions, you can manage your mind. Like, the fact that you can, like, manage your body and, like, use it to your own advantage to make you stronger. Mm-hmm. There's just something, like, very satisfying about doing that. Right. And I feel that, like, especially when I, like, do dips and stuff. Like, that's that's what I feel when I do dips. And I do I do a lot of planks, too. Um, but And, like, pull-ups. Like, any time where you can, yeah. like... Pull-ups, very good. Fundamental your, movement. It's just... It's, it's an awesome thing to do. And it's, like, it's not something you need to do, like, all like all the time, every time you go in. But, like, mix mixing it in here and there, it adds just another level of depth to your workout. Yeah. And then doing something like this that takes 15 minutes. Like, I see doing each one of these like a minute and like resting for 20 to 30 seconds then going back into it. That mm-hmm. should take you about right up to 15 minutes. And like, so, it, look, yeah. if someone's listening like, oh, I don't think that's intense enough, throwing some burpees or some up-downs or both and that'll get you yeah. hurting. Or like, if you're like an athlete, mix it in with your basketball workout or mix it in with your soccer workout or your volleyball workout. Like you can mix this in with other stuff. That, yeah, you can do side jumps over like your coffee table. Yeah. So, you know, get creative. If you're really hurting for time where you can't, get to a gym or you have to do something body weight there's plenty of options where you can still get that heart rate up get a good sweat on call it a day Mm -hmm. so yeah i just like to gotta hit the little health and fitness no excuse to not get some movement in (laughs) all right so rle tim are we gonna do a little 2019 reflections i thought it was right yeah, I, I was like, you know what? That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Last day of the year. Today, when they listen to this, is yeah. the 31st. It's been a big year for both of us, man. A lot of change. Interesting year. Mm-hmm. Interesting year. A lot more changes to come. I'll let you kick this off. It was your idea. Yeah, man. The fact- Kick this like those ass kicks. Yeah, I, I just think I started out the year in outside sales, selling uniform rental, mat rental, Working for a family-owned company that was good to me. They're mats, not rugs. <laughs> no. And I end the year doing marketing management and freelance writing. And I think it's taught me an important lesson um, to follow the things that you enjoy the process of rather than the final result. Because I think a lot of people, they, they go after something where they're just looking at the final result of what it'll bring them. Like whether it's, oh, this is going to give me more money. Oh, like, oh, this is going to give me prestige, whatever it is. But like, are you really looking at each step of the process and looking forward to accomplishing each step in the process? Mm-hmm. Like there's just something gratifying like when it comes to writing, like organizing your thoughts in a way that you know is going to eventually enlighten someone else and you enlighten yourself in the process. That's what I figured out through writing is when you write – whether like on your own, like about your own feelings or you write about a specific topic, you're learning stuff about yourself or about other topics as you go. So like you're, you're getting smarter as you go and just the, the, the ritual and the process of sitting down and writing and like having my music going, having my candle going, um, Jada love talking about how, when she writes for her blog, like it's, it's, a feeling it's a pocket of peace that she feels when when sitting down to do that sure and i've really 
I'm really glad that I've found that not only through freelance writing, but writing for our own blog um, and really just taking it serious and, and getting better at that. Um, and, and just marketing management, being able to write and create ideas for a brand and like enjoying the, pro- the creative process of thinking of those ideas and looking at a business and say like, hey, how can we utilize our resources to get the most out of the way we're interacting with customers? Like mm-hmm. it's just one of those things like finding out through that and like changing career paths and doing a job, doing two jobs right now that coming out of college, like on paper, I like wasn't on track to do that, which is like exciting in itself. The fact that I was able to make that sacrifice and do something this year that I see is not only with our podcast, but like with this other stuff, like I just feel like I'm at a really good place and I'm enjoying the process right now. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah, man, I was going to say you, uh, you definitely had some different life changes, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and they're not always expected mm-hmm. either, but I think you handled them quite well. Yeah. Especially for, I mean, we're still under 30. It's not like we have a ton of life experience. We have a good mm-hmm. amount. Yeah. But in terms of like real world, like post-school real world, we're still, we're young bucks, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, I I think that you've definitely come out on top. Mm-hmm. Come the end of this year, I think you're out on top. Or we have I I'm I'm at a I'm on a path where I can get to the top. Like right. I haven't made it yet, but like I feel on top in terms of on top. I just feel like I I'm able to manage my emotions better and manage mm-hmm. my work ethic better and really just zero in on something that. I can get better and better at. So. Yeah, for sure. And, and it seems like you're a little more guided. Mm-hmm. More guided. Yeah. I feel like more at peace about things too. Yeah. Like, I just, I like, something that I really like notice is like, if I'm struggling like in one area of my life, and this happens to a lot of people, it, it can pour over into other areas of life and make you struggle in other areas of life that you don't normally struggle in. Oh, sure. And it, and it def, and I definitely felt a sense of that like earlier this year and just it feels good to be in a place where I can I can be like fully present and give energy like what Ryan Mickler said or what Ryan Mickler is going to say on our Thursday interview. Yes. <laughs> yes, queen. You, sh- you shouldn't have different hats for different parts of your life. Like you should overall be the same person and give and give the same amount of energy in all areas of your life. And I feel like yeah. I'm at a point where I can, I can I can really do that right now. And I'm excited for what we are like we're about to bring to the table with this podcast this next year because I feel like yeah. we're about to kick it up another gear with this podcast and and so. I'm just I'm I'm excited for what's to come with this because we have some really good ideas and we have some really good thoughts and we're starting to put them into practice and yeah as I say execution mm-hmm. just a little better execution with things but yeah no yeah. I, I think I think we we are as long as we fill out our plans. Mm-hmm. We can do a lot of good things with the podcast. Yeah. But that's, you know, you see a, a lot of it. It's all bullshit without execution. Right. You can, you can speak it in the thin air. Yeah. So, you know, that's where even before this, uh, we were, I asked you, what what else do I need to do for us to help this go full time? And, mm-hmm. and we were just small things, you know, never having that blue, um, that blue cross on our story on, on the podcast. So there's always something to see. Mm -hmm. There's always something, whether it's, you know, 
both of our faces need to be on there, but other just info or posts on this or a good saying or whatever, if it's a Gary Vee or whatever it is, there needs to always be, be something because mm-hmm. I, I see such a good positive increase when our stories are just on point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, it just, it attracts more by whatever reason it gets more people into it when there's more to see. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what do they got going on? What do they got going on? It just eyes and, and attention and momentum. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and, and I, you know, that kind of goes into mine a little bit. But like you, I, I've, I'm better at handling certain things. Um, the start of the year was really tough for me um, till like the middle maybe start of quarter three, mid-quarter three, I started to feel better about some personal things. But start of the year, had a uh, newfound spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. I, I decided to get closer to God again because I'd been so far removed. So that's gone really well for me this year. That's been really consistent too. I mean, you know, traveling this last weekend, I missed church. But like, other, I've been very consistent <laughs> with... with learning more on that and, and talking to um, my one guy who has kind of been guiding me, uh, having meetings and sit downs with him and just going through different things. I, I've started my tithing practice of where I'm giving uh, monetarily to God uh, because he's the one who gave me everything I already have. So it, it's his to begin with. So I, I've started different things there too, but uh, you know, I, I write with different objectives. I read with different objectives, and it's more consistent. Um, and I have a different, I have a new motive for business. And even I was telling you th- this over Christmas that I was talking to my parents, and I'm like, the 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 way I'm gonna be 100% well, not 100% on this, but the way I'm going to in my career life be as happy as possible is if I work for one. Mm -hmm. and and that's just I I love what I do day in and day out my day job is awesome but I'm working to be able to do other things full time Mm -hmm. that you know I think and and it's almost when when you'll hear us talk with Ryan Mickler when he was saying that people ask him what he does he's like well you got a podcast but he does it full time and it makes enough to support him and his family Mm -hmm. And, and you know, live the the life that they want to live. And I strongly believe anyone with a podcast can do that. But I like a goal is to have our podcast that sustainable Mm -hmm. and have people work for this company and be able to really bring in revenue doing other things, selling an array of products or services, whatever it is, and, and sponsorships and things like that. But where more of that execution comes, but now I'm at the point of, okay, what else can like what else do I need to do? What am I missing? What am I not mm-hmm. doing to make it the reason that this is still a side thing? Yeah. And and same with my personal business. Now I'm I'm actually really working it. You know, even four or five months ago I couldn't look anyone in the face honestly and say, I'm really working my personal nutrition coaching business. Now I am working it. I mm-hmm. still don't have enough content daily, but I am working it. Yeah. And so, chipping away at it, like, like, because that is what I want to do. I want to be on my own timetable of, okay, I can wake up at this time and I can go to the gym then, or I have a client meeting then, and I go to the gym later in the afternoon. It's like, oh, I need to do this today. All right, I can fit that here because I don't have to be anywhere else. I don't have another boss. Whatever it is, where that's a goal. 
like mm-hmm. uh, of being a full-time coach podcaster i told you about my real estate venture i'm going to get into hopefully by what was that quarter three mid end of quarter three mm-hmm. and just because it's time to have have my hand in some different things to really make some serious changes mm-hmm. and so but like I, I i feel this year i have a really i've had a really good grip on my job like day in and day out i don't feel i get as stuck as often um i can find a lot of solutions to a lot of problems in terms of physical pain too mm-hmm. and, and and troubleshoot why someone might be getting that pain you know i get the thing behind the thing where it's not just oh my back hurts all right why is it really hurting? Mm-hmm. And let's figure out that in the everyday lifestyle that uh, what can I do? Like help people today with, with their hip hinging because they bent over and they didn't know how poorly they were bending over, aiding in their back pain. Just even stuff like that. But uh, to where I, I know how much that has helped me as a as a trainer too. I still design and program workouts for people where my rehab is if I were to go back to a gym and personal training, I'd take over. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would, it would just, that's the way it'd be. Um, and that's not trying to be cocky. It's just, you know, having a rehab experience after having a personal training experience, you mix the two, like you become the smartest trainer a lot. Yeah. If you heal their pain while you get them in shape. Yeah. You've, you've gained tools in different areas to, to bring it all together in something in that environment. So, yeah. So it's in, you know, I'm going to kind of feed us into book talk here because I, I think a lot of good things came from Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Oh, yeah, man. I, I really think like that book changed a lot of things for me and to where it, it is all small stuff. Who gave, I, you, who gave you that book, by the way? God, this one dweeby looking fella. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, my very, very good friend and amazing business partner. <laughs> Tim Allersmeyer lent me Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. It's All Small Stuff by Dr. Richard Carlson. So I appreciate you. Yeah. And you lending me that book. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting you. No, it's all good. I wouldn't do this business with another soul on the planet. Not a fucking one. That means a lot. Let's go. Let's ride. Because I've told you, like, you're the people I want to surround myself with. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you keep me on my toes. You make me really, like, you asked me today. Uh, you asked me if I knew areas in my nutrition coaching business that I needed to improve on to make it full time. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, but like no one else, no one else today is going to ask me that. If I say exactly what I said to them that I said to you of, of my new goal with that, no one else is going to ask me that. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, do you know what's going wrong? Yeah. Like no one's going to ask that. And that's just the way it is. I don't hold that against people, mm-hmm. but that's just, that's how you and I are, are that's where we're at. Yeah. And, and while like you, you, you probably ask yourself that anyway, or you will eventually, or you already have, you need people in your life to ask you that question so you can mm-hmm. talk about it out loud with someone else. Yeah. Cause it's a different type of feeling when you get, when you, you bottle it, bottle it up in your head versus when you can speak it into existence because right. you need to articulate it and speak it into existence. So you right. need people to ask it to you so you can do that. Like I said, so. plenty of 2020 changes coming. I'm already scheming. scheming. But scheming. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's don't sweat the small stuff. It, it seems so simple when you read that book. But 
man, it, it helped me really let go of things a lot easier. Uh, it also helped me, you know, in a sense, give more things like let God take care of it, like let him take care of my financials. Just I just have to make sure I'm not a dumbass, <laughs> but let him take care of that. Uh, relationships, you know, love life. Just let just let it all go because it, it's it's not the fact that life has it in for me or that life is doing me dirty. It's the fact that I was holding different expectations on how my life should be going. Mm-hmm. And according to who outside of me, according to nobody, like life is going to go how life is going to go. Like what ruins me is my own wrong expectation of it. Mm-hmm. Where you can't say, oh, it, it should be this. Says who? So I think that was a big wake-up call for me, especially with that book of it, it's not that life is doing me dirty. It, it's it's holding a, a certain expectation that unless it happens exactly that way, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. So, you, you know, it's it's almost doing it to yourself type of deal where it's, you know, I... I now control more things that I can control. Mm-hmm. And I've taken that control to where everything else is, okay, what am I attracting or deterring? Mm-hmm. And that's based on my attitude, which is controllable, my my lifestyle, which is controllable, my business, that's controllable. So, uh, yeah, I, I think with my reflections, you know, I'm in a, a much better space in terms of like also self-control. To your point, I know you you said the same, but where that's very huge for people and people lose it. Uh, But yeah, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, probably the most game-changing book I read this year. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I think think that takes cake number one on the list uh, in terms of best book of 2019. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those books you can always... Like go back because the chapters are like one to three pages long. Mm-hmm. Usually they're only a page. Yeah, you can literally have that book on your bookshelf, and when you need a reminder about something, you can simply just open up the book to a random page, and it'll most likely tell you something that you need to hear in some capacity. Because yeah. it's just it's that type of book, and I would recommend it to everybody. And shout out to my dad for giving that book to me because he has a lot of books, and I I took I remember I was in his room one day, and I just I found the book in a box. I was like. Hey, can I have this book? Yeah, because it's something that could be interesting. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's all small stuff. <laughs> like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee! Pop Allers my yeah. with the clutch gift. Well, and it made so much sense because that's who that's who he is as a yeah. person. He he is Richard like, Carlson. Yeah, <laughs> he would own like my dad would only get st- stern about the stuff that needed to get stern about. Yeah, and, and fathering me as a son and making me a better person. That's when he would get stern about stuff, about stuff that was serious. But I just noticed like all the small stuff just never got to him. Like he, he, he was always tempered about things. Mm-hmm. Like when I spoke about it on this podcast, like at my golf tournaments, when I would walk off a hole after doing terrible and I would just like hate the world and hate myself, yeah. he would always just be chilling there smiling yeah. every time. Like it, it was just a constant reminder. Don't sweat the small stuff. So it's all small stuff. Thanks for baby. bringing that up. Boy. Yeah, man. Appreciate the lend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about something that you and I constantly need to remind ourselves as we go through this podcast and as this journey. Uh, Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. This is the book where he interviewed multiple different people, the world's best minds, and he asked them questions about 
hey, like what what's one thing you wish you would have known coming out of college? Or what's one thing you tell your younger self or what? Like, what's one purchase you've made in the last so-and-so days that's been impactful for you? Uh-huh. Um, and there was a chapter with someone called Amelia Boone, who is an American obstacle course racer. I know Amelia Boone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's also, like, an att- like she has a law degree. She's an attorney at law. She works, I don't know if she still does, according to online, she still does. She works for Apple right now as, as a lawyer or something, like, in their law department or something. But she's an American obstacle racer. That's how she's kind of gained her fame a little bit. Yeah. Um, And she gave like the key to self-sufficiency because we always want to be self-sufficient. You just said it a little bit ago, like you want to work for one person. You want to work for yourself. Yeah. So how can we stay self-sufficient? And she talks about how you need to break free from the mindset that someone somewhere owes you something and will come to your rescue. Because I think it's, we live in a world where society trains us to think like, hey, like, you need to go to work. You need to get a paycheck. You need, you need to, and someone will give you this paycheck. And Ryan Mickler will talk about it too. But like when you are unemployed, we have like relief sources for people that are that are unemployed, and we have things to take care of people. But like <clears throat> if you really want to take ownership of your life and and really achieve what you want to achieve and, and be self sufficient, you need to get rid of the mindset that that person owes you something that person owes you a response that that person owes you their time to Mm -hmm. to help you out but and it's a greater lesson like you need to focus on becoming better and better at what you're doing so that one day they're gonna want your attention they're gonna want they're gonna want to come to you instead of you asking for that and you thinking they owe you something sure and the less you train yourself like Obviously, to accomplish things in life, you you need other people. You need business partnerships. You need to make money by earning people's trust to invest in you. You need you need to gain knowledge from people. You, you're you're going to need people along the way. But I, this just stuck out to me. Like to be self sufficient, break free from the mindset that people owe you something. You need to go out there and get it yourself. Yeah. And, facts. And yeah. So just knowing where to draw that line and and leverage the two things. I just thought it was it was a great reminder yeah, for, for like us who broke well. down all those computers for bill gates to inspect yeah nobody yeah no one like and like there was there was a point in time where all these people who become successful they were the only person who believed in themselves mm-hmm. or, or they were the only people that saw the vision like they they were the only person that saw the vision for what it could become like like maybe their parents believe in them whatever or support them no matter what yeah but whatever but like there was always a point where they were the only person on earth that saw the vision for what they wanted to achieve. So just remind yourself of that. Yeah, man. Well, I've, I've told you as I've started posting more nutrition stuff, I've lost followers. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's okay. It's in the herd, baby. Quality over No quality. one's got a gun to your head. Yeah. Rather you unfollow than start being a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so. uh, no, I think Amelia Boone, if it's a lady I'm thinking of, I think she was on Joe Rogan two years ago after running the Moab 240. It's a 240-mile foot race. Maybe that was. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And, like, super skinny little thing. Like, she got not much. She doesn't have much to her. There we go. Jeez. Um, (laughs) Brain to mouth. Right, right. Brain to mouth. (laughs) I didn't practice my words today, but I did practice my shapes and colors. (laughs) But uh, if it's a lady I'm thinking of, uh, she, I remember he was asking her about diet and stuff and she's like, yeah, I don't, you know, I go with friends, have beer and pizza, I eat candy, like nothing extraordinary. Mm-hmm. She was just able to, 
I mean, with a lot of training, of course, you know, not taken away from the hard work, but you would think someone would have their diet a little more dialed in. She's like, no, I don't track my calories. I eat when I'm hungry, eat till I'm full, but just an incredible athlete. And she, when she was doing the race, so you have a spotter with you. So you have someone that is traveling along with you and like, you're allowed to sleep, but how long you want to sleep is completely up to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how much time can you give? How much time do you think someone else is going to sleep? Vice versa. And this 240-mile foot race, she, I think, slept is under five minutes. Wow. For 240 miles. Like, so this lasts, like, I don't know, close to a, you know, a couple days for some mm-hmm. people, depending and she told the story how when she, she fell asleep and when she woke up, she yelled at her spotter. She goes, why did you let me sleep so long? Blah, blah, blah. And I guess it was like three minutes. <laughs> and so she woke up and like, no, it, it's been like three minutes. She goes, oh, all right, I'm good. Let's go. Damn. Uh, yeah, I got to go back and listen to that episode. An animal. I, I'm pretty sure that's her. Yeah, okay. Because that makes sense. Because, yeah, the Moab, that's like the epitome of all yeah. foot races. Yeah, like yeah. That's the NBA finals. You're doing that. Yeah, you're doing yeah. that to finish. Yeah. But she smoked people by hours. By hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, ahead of the number two person. Um, yeah, just complete savage. Just an animal. But, yeah, Amelia Boone. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll be on the podcast. Yeah. She we say be. enough nice things about her. Yeah, go to one of her races and hold up a sign. Come to off. Will you be radio? on our podcast? Yeah. Can we interview you after? I bet she would. I'll if give we you all, if we went through that effort. I got beer and pizza. Can we get an interview? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll supply everything. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I have beer and pizza. Can we get an interview? <laughs> all right, Tim. Anything else on uh, today's episode? No, just. Really, uh, really outline a game plan for, for next year. Like, write, write what you want to achieve down, people. Like, put it out in writing. Put it out in front of you. And make it make it even better than last year. To sound uncliche as possible, don't compare yourself to other people. Compare yourself to who you were last year and make active step, yeah. steps to compare. Just do it. Yeah. Just do the damn thing. Just do it. Like, time's perfect to start today. Yeah. Just do the damn thing. So, yep, that's all I got. All right, everyone, we appreciate you hanging with us all of 2019. Hard to believe we are this far in already, but we're still, uh, it's a young journey. Young journey. We got a long way to go still, but we appreciate you, your support. If you've been with us from the beginning, if you found us in the middle, and there's going to be a long time till we hit the end. So uh, strap in, hang on tight. Hope you had a great year. Round it out well, finish it out strong. Uh, again, you don't have to wait till tomorrow to start that, that new year's thing or whatever you want to start tackling that new task, that new job, that new business idea, you know, just, just, you got to go do it. So we appreciate you. Thank you for hanging with us. Thank you for your time tuning in today. Hope you're having a great Tuesday and until next time, enjoy the rest of your afternoon.